When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This holiday season, AT&T is giving away $25,000 just for telling them what great LG products you want this year. Stop by a participating AT&T store and snap a selfie holding up the LG products you want to get, like the LG V20 with 5.7-inch HD display and direct TV app to watch live TV. Then share your selfie on Twitter or Instagram with hashtag Here's What I Want Sweeps or upload it to Here's What I Want Sweeps.com for a chance to win $25,000. No purchase necessary. Click the banner for rules and a list of participants stores blog talk radio and welcome to a special edition of the instant offense podcast with james holis of b-ball breakdown um this one is like almost an emergency production uh, because recently on the news uh, oh well on, it doesn't matter what the news says i'm joined today by chris Riker. um chris how's it going bro it's going good man it's been a, it's been a hectic week but it's going good um, so give everybody a little background. Um, um, where you write for, how long you've been there? So I write for Upside and Motor. I've uh, been there for about a year now covering the D league exclusively pretty much. I mean, there's only a couple of us doing it, um, as far as the D league goes. So I, I'm really, really enjoying it, man. Yeah. I've been following you for a little bit and you have to do some, some outstanding D league coverage. It's funny how the D league is so important. And it's going to be bigger and bigger as time goes on, and it's almost still like a, in in, a, in the, the fledgling state. But you know, a lot of people honestly don't pay a lot of attention to D League. You know, uh, NBA fans, especially casual fans, don't don't really know what's going on there. Uh, the, the goal is to get every team with its own affiliate. Um, you know, guys, some guys who are maybe not as highly touted go to D League and and um, you know try to try to try to uh, earn their chops a little bit, get seen by by big league teams. Uh, teams take projects to stick them down there. Um, but the big thing with the D-League is, of course, the salary isn't the greatest. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, something needs to be done with the salary for sure. And I, and I think it's coming, so, so we, we just got to wait for the new CBA. Yeah, that money's going to shoot things up a little bit. Now, I've been following you for a while because you do really good things. And um, recently, I just became aware of this, but I guess it's been gone for a while. I read about something called AmeriLeague. So, I did my I did a little digging in the Mer League. I dig too deep, and it, it says it was an alternative to the basically it was an alternative to the NBA Development League, and there was like kind of a mysterious benefactor, and he was saying the salary is going to be you know up to 2.5 million I think, which is you know a boom for a guy right out of high school. They were talking about poaching the the best uh, high school players. It's not this season, of course, because all the guys are signed letters of intent, but like next year, and it sounds like a real good idea. And you know I, I remember I found the the Twitter account, I, I found uh, I saw the website, but I didn't really pay attention. It didn't really matter. I thought it was a great alternative to guys uh, who who didn't want to go to college or didn't have grades, didn't want to go overseas, and you know the D League wasn't maybe financially what they wanted. So that's where we are right now. Then I, I was following your Twitter account, and I saw some. Uh, this is where you take over. Um, <laughs> when did you first hear? When did you first hear about AmeriLeague? And talk to me a little bit about your initial thoughts on it, and then yeah, then we'll start, then we'll go from there. 
Okay. So, so uh, honestly, the first time I remember hearing about it was back in May. Um, Cami Mattioli over at Sporting News um, had an interview with Sir Rudy Brown, who is now with all the news known as Glendon Alexander. Um, but back then it was Sir Rudy Brown, who was, who was the CEO of AmeriLeague. And she had an interview with him. She, you know, pointed out a, a lot of red flags regarding his history, not being able to find anything regarding him online, which is, as you can imagine, very rare in today's day and age. Um, so she did, she did a lot of the, the upfront digging, to be honest, and, and really she deserves, deserves a lot of the credit for a lot of this news that's happening this week. Um, again, she's she's over at Sporting News. Um, so that's when I first heard about it, and, and honestly, I, I thought it was a good idea in theory. You know, it, it's it's a great alternative, like you said, for guys who, um, you know, don't want to use that year in college. Maybe they know they're going to be one and done, maybe like the Brandon Jennings types or Emmanuel Mugai who don't want to go overseas either, so they want to stay here but still get paid. You know, and, and I thought the numbers were a little inflated. I don't, I don't see any way that a six six or eight team league based out of one city can offer two point five million, but you never know who's backing some of these things. So, you know, you take it with a grain of salt until you hear more information and, and really there was no information pretty much for about the next three to four months. Um right. until we got until we got an article from Alex Kennedy over at Basketball Insiders, you know, where he was talking about them um getting some bigger names, having a mentoring program for the young kids for the high school kids coming out so they can prepare for the draft, you know, and everything in that article. Was okay, very... if I, if I can hop in, that's where I came in. You just wrong. That's where I came in because we both follow, follow Alex Kennedy. That's Alex Kennedy, NBA on Twitter. And it's it, like that was my first introduction to it. It sounds freaking amazing. So, like, uh, like you were saying, just to give everybody else who maybe didn't follow, give a little background, it was supposed to be a six-team league. Um, I think originally it was going to be one team that would kind of barnstorm. Then it became a six-team league based solely out of Vegas. Um, all six teams would be right in Vegas. And, uh, you know, it was supposed to be, like just like we said, a bastion for guys who didn't want to go and deal with the NCAA stuff. But, you know, of course it can go pro because you have to wait a year. Um, not just my little – sorry, I, I cut you off. But, yeah, I want to give everybody a little more background. So go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, no problem at all. So Kennedy Sees came out, and like you said, everything sounds amazing. He didn't really touch on any of kind of the red flags that were out there, which I thought was kind of interesting. But nonetheless, you, I mean, that was, a, on, that was hey, sorry. Again, to cut you off, can you just touch on maybe a couple other red flags that came up? Because, yeah, like you said, no digital footprint is a big deal in today's society. What other things didn't didn't sit right with you? Um, in in regards to in regards to the the league, yeah. Yeah, I mean the the main thing was just a lack of transparency. We didn't know who was investing in the league. Um, we didn't know, really, we didn't know anything about the man running the league. Um, all we really knew about the executive people were who was listed on the website, the, and none of those people of which had any kind of experience in in doing something like this. Which doesn't mean necessarily that it can't be successful, but it I think it's a red flag. You know, it's. It's something where it's a bunch of inexperienced people trying to put something together. Um, and this is a large-scale thing. I mean, it's it's a small league, per se, but it's a multi-million dollar league is what they were touting it as. So they're signing right. guys for, you know, $200,000 reportedly, and none of the high school big offers were out because, like you said, they were waiting till next year to, to, to try to get some of those McDonald's guys. 
Um, but then this week, I mean, it's it all just kind of started snowballing, and uh, and obviously we got um, a lot of just hectic, crazy news that came out this week about the league. And I mean, it's much, much more than I ever thought it would be. Just just getting just when I started digging, to be honest. So. Okay, so break this down to me because, um, yeah, I remember seeing the name Saruti Brown, and I, I didn't know. I thought, all right, so this is, this is a businessman. He might have some Vegas backing, maybe there's some not shady money, but, you know, we I think the league, of course, wants, the NBA wants to keep gambling out away from the league as far as possible. This guy seemed, hey, who knows, maybe he had some, some backers from casinos, who knows. Explain to, to the people listening this discovery of Saruti Brown not being who he's supposed to be. Yeah, I mean that's things, things started getting getting kind of shady recently because they had their commissioner who was Ethan Noroff, who who people might know. He writes for Bleacher Report. I mean he's he's a, a really big writer. He was set to be the commissioner and he resigned. So I mean that's somebody resigns about a you know a month before the league is set to start. That's another red flag. So I think people started really getting into it a little bit, getting curious. Even the internal people. Um, started getting a little bit curious. And then earlier this week, uh, Jonathan Jordan, who took over for Noroff and was basically the commissioner and president, he resigned eight days after coming in as the president. So, again, I mean, it's those are definitely problems. I mean, those are, those are things that shouldn't be happening with a league that's set to kick off in two weeks and set to have their draft today. I mean, the, the draft was canceled, but originally the draft was set for today. So those are red flags, and then what really what what set it off was Alexis Robinson, who had been working public relations for them. Um, mm-hmm. Company, I believe, I believe she works for a company based out of Las Vegas as well. She's from Las Vegas. She she basically saw some sketchiness going on as well, and kind of removed herself from the situation. And then she gave an exclusive to a, a lady named Erin Simon. Mm-hmm. She works for the Wall Street Journal. She does stuff for the sports section of the Wall Street Journal. She put out on her blog that they got news from basically on Wednesday night that they got news that Saruti Brown was, in fact, Glennon Alexander. The staff was basically told this. Um, this, But the league so, was, was – the plan was to continue even though they found this information out, which, again, is is just – it seems ludicrous to me. This sounds like a bad Onion article. Who explains? Because I I didn't know Glendon Glendon Anderson. Is that right? It's Glendon Alexander. Alexander, I'm sorry, Glendon Alexander. Explain to the people who Glendon Alexander is. Uh, Glendon Alexander has a troubled past, and then to be honest, all I know is kind of what what's come out since since that name got attached to it. So Jeff Goodman at ESPN and Outside the Lines, um, they wrote an article late last night. You know, put put out the news on this stuff. Um, about what was going on, and, and apparently he's been in and out of jail a couple times before. He, he's basically a con man, you know. I mean, that's that's who, that's who he is. So he was like a former what McDonald All American. Uh, he played yeah, he was, college he was ball a star, and... man. Wow. Yeah, he was a star. He I, played, he... I don't know where he started. He finished up, I believe, at Oklahoma State. Um, he played uh, in Arkansas. That's right. I think it was Arkansas and then Oklahoma State, Arkansas. or maybe vice versa. Maybe Oklahoma State and then Arkansas. Um, there were comments that Nolan Richardson, who used to coach at Arkansas, made about him back way back in 2005, basically stating he was, you know, a habitual liar and he just he, he couldn't do things the right way. And at this time, 
Alexander was actually in, in prison for one of these things that was going on. So, you know, he's got a history of this. He got out, said he wasn't going to do anything like this any further. From my knowledge, he, I mean, he didn't do anything that was newsworthy, you know, so nobody knew anything about it. And now um, this has come into effect, and it's um, it's just kind of flipping the whole league upside down. I feel bad for the for some of the young kids that signed, man, to be honest. I mean, it's it's a little bit naive on their part, but if they don't have an agent or something helping them out, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, it's a bad situation for them. You touched on the most important thing, because while this all does sound like a bad USA movie, uh, or or like a, some kind of, you know, low budget drama. The important thing here is that there were actually people lined up and quote unquote, you know, either signed the contract or with the handshake deals guys who, uh, when is the, when is the, the D league draft? The D-League draft is on, on Halloween, so it's on the 31st. So it's coming up. But these guys already, I mean, you probably have guys who, guys, I heard from what I understand, there are people in Vegas. Um, Royce White, uh, the former 16th pick in the NBA draft, he's in Vegas now, and uh, I was just reading, he, you know, he's calling people, he's confused and upset. There are people, there are young players in Vegas right now who are there for the quote-unquote draft, and now I guess the draft's been canceled, of course, and you, they're, they're probably – they're confused. They don't have a lot of money. They're in Vegas. This is amazing, and and that's the sad part. Um, you touched on it. The fact that he sold this this a, a false bill of goods to young players, and and now they have to change gears and do whatever they're going to do, be it go play overseas, the D League, and that's that's sad, man. That's really sad. Um, this guy, um, Alexander, uh, was it Glendon? Alexander? Yeah, Glendon. Hmm. Yeah, he he was uh he he stole, um, I want to say like over over ten thousand over a hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff from Derek Bell, the baseball player. Um, right. Transferred over over a million dollars uh, from some adult entertainment uh, producer's account in his own. He was a real. I mean, this is this is in some small change little you know car thief. He was he was he, he's a hustler. He's really a and it's sad. Um, I'm not gonna keep you much longer, man. Just, just I want you to. All right, so just tell me a little bit um, about your thoughts on this before we go. It's. I mean, you touched on it a little bit. It's sad, man. It's it's hectic. It's. Um, I feel bad for a lot of the people involved. Like I said, I, I think some of them were a bit naive to think some of these things would happen. But I mean, without. I mean, like I said, I think there were a lot of red flags, and a lot of the basketball people that I spoke to that were that are kind of in the know were staying away from it, which let me know again you know, that that's it's not something that I think is going to be kosher. Whether it lasts a full season, whether it doesn't last a full season, you know, people who are, have been around a long time knew nothing about anybody running these leagues, which is it's a telltale sign that something could happen. You know what I mean? Like I said, just because they're inexperienced doesn't necessarily mean it's not going to be successful, but um, it, it wasn't looking good, you know. So I, I think it's, to be honest, it's great reporting by, like I said, Cami Mattioli, over at Sporting News, Adam Johnson at D-League Digest. I mean, Adam pulled out a ton of this stuff. I mean, and got a lot of this stuff really rolling. Um, Aaron Simon had the, you know, the exclusive of, of Saruti Brown being Glenn Alexander. Um, and then Jeff Goodman and, and Outside the Lines were able to talk to some of the people who were former former staff, um, you know, being that the, they're ESPN, they have a little bit more access. They were able to talk to some of those people and get some really good stuff too. So, Really, it's a lot of people that were that were involved in pulling the story out, and I feel bad for the people who have kind of, like you said, kind of picked up and taken themselves to Vegas, thinking they were going to live there for the next three or four months playing in this league, 
you know, and, and they paid money to try out. Some of the guys paid upwards of 250 to $275 to try out initially. Um, wow. You know, they think they're going to, they think they're going for a draft party and, and, and hopefully being drafted into this new inaugural league that's supposed to, you know, eventually explode into something big. And, and now it's, it's basically done. I mean, the, the one guy that, that I'm hearing that's still sticking around there is their is their director of basketball operations. His name is Marcus Bast. He's telling Adam Johnson over at D League Digest that they're still going to try to do this thing. And I I don't know how. I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know how he thinks this is going to work with all this news being out here now. The the perception of the league is is done. You know, so I I don't understand it. But I mean, I guess there's more that's, that that will eventually come out. So. Um, definitely be following D League Digest on Twitter, probably Cami Mattioli, um, and I'm sure bigger outlets will start to get wind of this stuff and, and start digging as well. So, wow, man! Um, I, I think I was it you. I think I'm pretty sure you're the only one I really follow with the, the finger on the pulse of this kind of thing. And um, I saw people saying that hey, the website was asking for investment investors and everything, but didn't have a list of investors or, or uh, a list of uh, endorsements but it was saying hey we're fully you know, it's that this is it's gonna it's gonna now that it's hit, it hit espn it's gonna tumble down and the walls gonna come tumbling down tell everybody real quick before you go about the phone call you said you received oh man i was <laughs> it's it's difficult you know i'm 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 at work man i don't i don't blog for a living you know i i don't do it I, I would love to. I would love to get paid full time to do this, but I don't. So I mean, I'm I'm finishing up my day here at work, um, and honestly, I get a random call. You know, in the tweet I said it was a blocked number. It, it was a it was basically a blocked out number. It's not a number that I had previously blocked. Um, a but it was number. A, a number that. Right. Exactly. I couldn't see what the number was. Um, right. You know, and, and with all with all the stuff going on right now, I was like, man, I need to pick this up. I don't know who it's going to be. Maybe it's somebody else about the story. Literally, just a male voice that basically said, you know, watch what you're saying about the AmeriLeague and hung up. <laughs> and yeah, all I can do is laugh, man, because right now, to me, the whole story is comical. It's, you know, it's probably just some some fan or something that really wanted the league to work, and somehow they got my number. Like I said earlier, everybody's information is out there, and this is a prime example of why you should be able to find people's information. Somebody was able to find my phone number pretty easily, it seems like, <laughs> and, uh, and look me up. So um, it's, uh, I mean, a tad bit worrisome to me, but, I mean, I'm not really stressing about it, to be honest. I just kind of laughed it off and, and definitely wanted to share it on Twitter just because I thought everybody gave a kick out of it. <laughs> well, as somebody who's, you know, have his own Temecula threats, I know it's not it's not to be scared of, but it's not fun. So, um, wow. All right, man. I, I, I'm glad you took a little time to talk to us about this. Tell everybody, um, uh, um, where where they can read your stuff and where can they find you on Twitter? Because I'm I'm sure you're gonna keep everybody up to up to the speed on this as as you get information. Yeah, man. I mean, you can follow me at Twitter. I'm at Chris. It's C H R S underscore Reichert. That's R E I C H E R T. Uh, you want to be following D League Digest? That's just at D League Digest. Because um, Adam's doing a great job on this as well. So I think we're the two main ones where they kind of ahead of this thing and really it's Adam Johnson's getting a lot of it. Um, and, and so it's, I want to give him a lot of credit too, because he's done a lot of digging on this. So um, definitely keep, keep, keep following man. Cause uh, there's, there's more, more stuff to come. I'm sure. 
All right, man. Hey, go, one more time, plug your site for us, man. Let everybody know where they can read all the, the best and, and brightest stuff about the D-League. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, it's UpsideOfMotor.com. Um, it's, I cover the D-League there. We cover the NBA draft and also NCAA, but um, my, my main stuff is D-League, so definitely check it out, man. It's, we got a lot of good scribes over there. Hey, man, keep your head on the swivel out there, and um, I appreciate you stopping by, man. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure next time we'll have, have a, a proper sit-down, uh, half-hour, hour-long pod about, you know, D-League-related items. But thank you for taking the time on this, uh, this breaking story. Appreciate you having me on, man. I, I look forward to talking D-League. All right, my brother. All right, James. So, wow, yeah. Uh, that's Chris Reichert, um, at Chris underscore R-E-I-C-H-E-R-T um, on Twitter. Whew. That's, um, no, the reason I just wanted to have a quick pod about that and, and, and drop, you know, some b-ball breakdown thoughts on it is because, you know, the young men who are signed up, I don't know how many guys, it's going to come out over the next few days, of course, the young men who actually thought they were participating in this American League, you know, these are human beings. Um, they have, you know, dreams of getting paid to play basketball. Um, either they didn't have the grades or they just didn't have the patience or, you know, the financial situation to deal with the NCAA. Or, you know, they're, they're, they're done with high school and and college and, you know, they, they just, they're looking to make money playing basketball. This is people's life dreams. And, you know, they, this means countless guys are – they put their lives in a hole for the last, you know, three, four, five months and expecting to put money in their pockets and start their journey in, in, you know, professional basketball. So the fact that, uh, that Glenn Alexander would go to such lengths to, to, to fool and to, to misdirect so many people, that's, that's unconscionable. That's just, it's, it's, it's very disturbing. So, um, I mean, is it possible as, as as the details come out that you know that he was on some kind of noble path? It's I guess, but I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire, and if something seems too good to be true, it probably is. And in this case, that's exactly what it sounds like. It sounds like uh, you know a, a, a man who was in trouble in the past for nefarious, underhanded dealings, you know, and went to prison for him is right back at it. So this is um, hanging to your seats. It's probably going to be a lot more coming out. Um, a lot of it's sad because it sounds like I remember reading a lot of ex NBAers signed up to be mentors and to to help with the you know guiding the young men on their paths. These people also you know now their name is kind of besmirched for being attached to that. No to no fault of their own. They were trusting. So that's all. Um, man. So yeah. Uh, Keep your eyes on bballbreakdown.com and uh, follow me on Twitter, Snotty Drippin. Just like Scotty Pippen, but with a uh, N and then a DR. Um, Snotty Drippin. To uh, yeah, for more on this this crazy, crazy case. All right, thanks for joining us. Talk to you soon. When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can seem intense, like breakup R&B intense. I thought you said you love the sweater that I got you. If you didn't, you could have told me. Geico makes it easy. Just go to geico.com anytime to update or check your policy without all the extra drama. I even had a gift receipt. 
It's the most wonderful time of the year. And with help from Albertsons, it doesn't have to be the most stressful. Stop in for great deals on holiday favorites so you can stretch your budget and celebrate more. Pick up fresh, boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, just $1.59 a pound when you buy a value pack of three pounds or more. And get General Mills cereal 10.7 to 13 ounces, selected varieties, $1.57 when you buy two. Tastier meals, sweeter deals, happier holidays. Albertsons, it's just better.